This is the Daily Practice Podcast with Crystal Borelli and Andrea Hellman. Harium, harium, harium. Okay, so for this week's podcast, Crystal, I thought instead of dropping in with the grounding, I was just going to tell you something and then we could dissect it by infusing it with your yogic teachings. I love it. Let's do it. I love a little switch up. What is it, Andrea? I think I shared with you that I started a writing course online. Yeah, creative writing. I think that's the, you got to remember that, like uh, add that creative writing. Oh, that's sorry. A, that's a, like a writing course. I think like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, writing course, but creative writing, like that's a little bit different. Yeah. And I'm loving it for sure. And it's interesting, the things I've been pouring out of me because mm. I've never been able to access them, but it's just like that invitation all of a sudden is flowing. Um, so the, that was the first two weeks. The third week, it's called individuality and it's a kind of deep dive into journaling and there's all different types of prompts. And I think that's when I shared with you before that I uh, kind of have like darker thoughts or like self-loathing and all of these things I kind of need to go through. And then for the our piece of homework that we needed to submit, we had to make a list of five or 10 things that we hated and that trigger us and then write about them. And so I chose unsolicited advice. <laughs> awesome. And so I wrote all about it. I wrote about how it felt in my body, how it felt like people, you know, taking these arrows, cocking them at me and like their words just like hitting my temple and, you know, the words falling and like staining my face as it slides down or like puncturing different parts of my body or just like passing all the way through, but like not hitting arteries. Like I was getting into great detail. That's actually really beautiful. I love, I love the words like running down your face, almost like tears, like smudging. Anyways, that's what I love about creative writing is it takes you there, which is very poetic. Yeah. I mean, morbid, which I love, but very poetically morbid. Yeah. And just how different things hit you in different ways. Like one, I was saying it might not penetrate, but it'll leave like a dark, like a, a, a deep blue insignia, like more like to describe like the bruising and stuff that'll come in sometimes more in aftermath. Right. Um, but at the end or as I was sort of like workshopping this whole idea and then sort of explaining or looking at it, I guess, from more of an empathetic lens of, of where the people are coming at and they're offering this unsolicited advice because they think they're being helpful and it triggering, a whole cascade of emotions and things from my traumatized state. In it, I just said, you know, I wish that I could actually just get curious when I'm feeling like the door's closed. So people just kind of like, oh, the window's kind of open. I'll just throw these like little (laughs) bits of advice. Like this person needs my evidence and my proof and support. And, you know, that, that was my whole thing. I was like, oh, I wish I could get like a little bit more curious. And I was wondering from like a yogic lens, how or like if unsolicited advice comes to you and if it triggers you and then uh, like for one does it the people that at this stage in both of our lives and our age we have people around that um that we care about or that we've chosen to keep around as friends I would assume at this point that they are coming from a place of wanting to help And it's from their own experience, their own story of what has worked for them. And so they're sharing like, oh, this works for me. Or or they probably don't say that. They're like, oh, you should do this. However, it's because it's worked for them, Mm -hmm. right? Or they've heard that it's worked for somebody. Mm -hmm. So 
And it comes back to being looking at what you feel, what feels right. So that intuitive gut feeling of what you would like to explore and dive into because every, every technique isn't for one individual. It's like every yoga class, every teacher isn't for that one person. You got to find your teacher. You got to find the way that they talk. You got to find the way that they, they teach the teachings, the way that they somehow resonate with you. So you go to someone's favorite teacher and then you're like, oh, I don't really get it. I don't, I don't connect with that, but it works for that other person. So you can take, you can hear the advice because from the most part, I would, most part, I would think that it's coming from a place of wanting to be helpful. And maybe you look into that like, oh, maybe I will check that out and dabble, kind of study that. And then if it works, amazing. And if it doesn't, then, you know, throw it out the window, as you said. I guess when the unsolicited advice is, is coming at me and I'm not in the proper place to receive, and then it kind of, because I'm probably already in some sort of heightened state. Mm. And then I kind of trigger myself into something a little bit deeper. So why why is the advice triggering you in the first place? You know how they say it, it's not the messenger? But in those instances, I think it is. I think it's... <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, if we really want to workshop it. It's, yeah. it's usually when I go to Home Depot and... <laughs> It's oh my god! It's so triggering for me. It's so triggering. Just and tell people you're good. Like I'm good, thanks. But sometimes, so sometimes there are tools that I need that I know they exist, but I don't know what they are. I, I had a man once be like, "No, you you need to come here and like draw out what you want to do." And then I drew it out, and then he said, "That'll never work." And I was like, "Well, maybe I'll take a picture of it when I built it, and then show you." I shouldn't even like talk about this because I'll come across as too negative and. I have actually worked through this because I was talking with my friend's um, partner about it and he's a contractor. And then he said, I think that you're going there thinking that they see you as a woman and they don't value you like building things or whatever. They don't see your independence, but they do that to me, (laughs) you know, and I've been in the building industry for 25 years. So it has nothing to do with you. These are just like some people that are retired and just want to share like their information or whatever. But yeah. And again, like what works for them or what they think or like what they look at, they're like, Oh, that's not possible. But your brain is like, no, anything, anything is possible. So also I think this is like a big one around shifting your perspective around things because once we shift perspective on, Hey, these are just like retirees, let's say, um, sharing what they want and they don't just take things for a grain of salt and not let it like assault your energy so much. Mm-hmm, totally. It's kind of funny too, because even in telling that, retelling it, I could feel a little bit of rage boiling up in me and I wanted to be like, okay, this, we should scrap this. It's not going to work as a podcast. Oh no, I think this is the perfect one. <laughs> I know. And yeah. then when you said shift the perspective and yeah. So, okay. How about this? Like, cause I don't experience that when I go to Home Depot. No. And I build shit. Yeah. Nothing, nothing like you. I haven't built a fence or anything, but I, I do build shit. A fence. <laughs> um, but where, I don't know, you're teaching a class and someone comes up and tells you how you could have taught it better or like... Oh, fuck does, no. D- does that ever happen though? <laughs> Some people actually, I have had um, someone try to give me feedback and I said, no, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. And they proceeded to give me feedback. And then what did you do in that moment? I told them again, I said, listen, I asked for feedback to like you've been put into my class in a very long time. And, 
I do ask for feedback to the teachers that have come or I ask them to come to give feedback specifically, but I'm like, I didn't ask for feedback and I don't want it. They continued to give it to me, which is fine. That's, they felt it was their job. Um, and I did actually learn a lot in that moment. I, I learned that it is my role, um, for what I do is I go to teachers classes to give them feedback to see if they're following the rules and obligations and blah, blah, blah. But I will also say, give them a heads up. Mm-hmm. And I also will say, hey, if you're open to feedback, I'd like to give that to you. Um, if you are open to it, let's have a conversation. And if they're not, then I won't push that on them. So I learned that you don't push push it on them. So it was valuable. Um, it didn't feel very good in the moment. I It infuriated me and I was basically like, go fuck yourself. But I also appreciate the teaching because I learned a lot that I'm like, okay, this is what you don't do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that was also what it was in my journal entry is that it's just missing the invitation. Like there's no reconnaissance. There's no investigating mm-hmm. because yeah, if a door is closed, you can't go through it. Even if you like throw things at it or, Oh, of course. You know? Yeah. Someone has to want to help themselves or want the feedback. Otherwise it doesn't land. And it, it, it is, it does depend on the delivery as well. Like mm-hmm. how you're presenting it and how you're offering it. Or, or like the state of your nervous system. Like you don't know like where people are coming from or. Totally. Or what they, yeah. Or where they've 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's important for people listening. Like if you're a person that gives advice a lot, maybe, um, your job or your kind of tool would be to ask first, like, Hey, I've got, I've got this great idea that I think might be beneficial to you if you're open to hearing it, like get permission. Uh, or the other part, the receiver that like for your instance, that, um, feels triggered by all the unsolicited advice to be receiving this and feeling like you're getting it a lot, uh, shift your perspective around it. Be like, okay, they're just sharing what they think. And then just don't attach your energy to it. Be like, okay, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big and love and I, and I mean, don't be, I sound like a total bitch there. Don't be a bitch about it when you're receiving it. Just be like kind and friendly and be like, okay, I'm not, it's like standing in the chaos and being there and like, okay, I'm in this moment. This moment kind of sucks right now. This person sucks ass and, but I am going to just be calm and be kind. And then you don't have to hold on to what was delivered if you're choosing not to. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who was telling me about this man that triggers her and it's like this work thing. She was even talking about potentially like quitting her position because of this person. And I said, I feel like you should just get curious in that moment. And when he makes one of those off center comments, get curious, like ask him why or whatever. Yeah, because in yoga, that those are moments, those triggers are something in you that's triggering you. We've talked about this. That's like someone's doing something is because it's triggering something in me that I hasn't been, been resolved, right? Like mm-hmm. what's the shadow there that's pulling into you? Where What's the opportunity to shift that to be like, wow, that really is infuriating and why? And it's like, oh, because both of our energies are so strong. We're battling the the dynamic, the energy dynamic of power. And so once you let go and be like, you know what? They can have that. They can have that power. I don't want it. I don't want to be resistant anymore. And it's almost like letting the water fall off your back, you know, like that kind of saying of like, let it just wash over you. And then they don't have a power struggle anymore They're they, And they'll feel it because it's energy. So they'll be like, huh, wait a minute. There's nothing to fight against here. You know? Yeah. It's almost like having that energetic force 
field around you so that you don't take it on. Because as I've shared before, I am a little bit like I internalize so much. And then I think that comes out in sort of like passive aggressive things because I like let it all go in and store until it's like a powder keg and then like bursts on um, poor suspecting sisters of mine that are in my care. <laughs> no, <laughs> We take things so personally, right? Mm-hmm. Like same, I hold on to things that aren't mine to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Like and, and energy and like. Is, yeah, is yeah. there a mantra? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Fucking beat it. <laughs> no, just kidding. What would the um, mantra be? To the mantra of letting go. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, or no, of, of what? Yeah. Of shifting the energy? Yeah. Well, there's different. Yeah. Uh, maybe shifting the energy in that moment so you realize you're triggered. Maybe you're stuck in the conversation, but maybe you can go to a different dimension with some mantra. Or, you, do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. There's so many, there's so much nuance to people and their complicated energetic fields themselves, as well as myself. I'm not saying, anyways, that was a little too ranty. My last no, not at all. I'm, I'm trying to think of what would be a mm-hmm. really good mantra. I'm like just closing my eyes to like think of like what's coming up, what's coming to the forefront for this. Because I mean, there's quite a few, but I'm just trying to think of what the one that's really saying this is it. Yeah, because you know how sometimes you're like staring at something or you can feel like the tension in your eyes and everything. And then I think if you just kind of like blink and then reset and soften your gaze a little bit or you know what I mean? Like just put a little rose color mm-hmm. thing on I it. think that um to be in that moment when you're in the moment like be calm but don't go off in mantra of thought because you're going to tune out them and like really unless I mean it depends on the severity of it obviously but I mean you don't want to dismiss okay the so experience say, completely say you it ha- would be after yeah if you're still holding on to it or you're running it in your mind like we had some interference. I had some interference recently and I took it very personally. Had nothing to do with me. Uh, I was a trigger as I usually am, which I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, why do I trigger so many people? <laughs> You're like what Ganesha throws in people's paths. Jesus. Like all the time. I'm like, oh, here we go again. So to not take it so personally, but like I, like sometimes like I, it keeps me up at night. Um, cause I'm sensitive and I want everybody hmm. to be happy and be loving and, um, you know, and, and to also own their shit too. I'm like, you have, you might be triggered by me, but you also have part of this conversation or part of this action. You, what you've done is also contributed to this outcome as well. It's not just one-sided for the most part. Obviously every situation is different. We can, you know, obviously, but, um, every, you know, there's two people in, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes like maybe that trigger is being sent at you so that you can have some sort of growth or inquiry and 1000% mic drop. Andrea, of course. Mm. Oh my God. Like, come on. <gasps> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 1000%. Mm-hmm. Like this, it, it's a teaching for them. It's also a te- always a teaching for us. Every hardship, every confrontation is an opportunity for us to grow. It's a teaching. There's teachings constantly around us. The universe is in constant communication with us to help us evolve. And sometimes if we all evolve too quickly, we miss a step. We have to be taken back to relearn something. And we're like, why am I doing this again? I thought I already dealt with this. Well, something's missing. Something hasn't been healed. Some insight hasn't come forth to help evolve you to that next stage, right? For the right person to come into your life, for the right opportunity to come into your life. So yeah, babe, you, you just nailed it. 1000%.
I was visualizing myself in the fastener aisle at Home Depot when I'm approached and just like also sometimes I think you got to let people say whatever they want to say and us like oh maybe I just like break into like a small little mudra which is like a little thing to bring me like back into my body you know so I'm not reacting like straight from my red Yeah, hot. I would say like a little um wisdom tap like index and thumb just like because it's it'll be subtle it might look like a little like funny little tickish, but a little tap of that. So like, <laughs> that reminder to stay in your wisdom, stay mm-hmm. in your knowledge, stay in your truth, your higher t- connection to self. Um, I mean, it could be as simple as that to be like, listen, but listening with patience, practicing patience for sure. What's the mantra for it? So after the fact, if you're still holding on to the interaction, still on your mind, your mind's going. And I feel like we should call on some Shakti energy to this one. Um, the divine feminine, she's everything that's tangible, that we see, that we feel, that we, well, that we are embodied. She's like this energy of um, everything that's around you. And of course I say this as she, but meaning this energy is you. You are this energy. You have this aspect within yourself, this energy current within you. And this mantra is uh, a call to the vastness of the universe, so Om, Maha, which is the great Adi, which is the first, Shakti, uh, which is this energy of everything around you. Um, Om Maha Adi Shakti Kundalini. So this energy to rise from this, the pelvic floor, the, you know, where it's coiled three and a half times, which represents the gunas, this connection to nature and all its qualities and rising up towards the third eye. We're calling her name Namo Namaha. We're asking her to rise up so we can be more in that presence of consciousness and awakening. So we're taking this physical experience we're having, like standing in Home Depot with (laughs) some unsolicited... beautiful retiree yeah beautiful retiree giving back to his community exactly and this angry little girl yes (laughs) that can't seem to let it go and so we're asking this energy to be shifted we're calling it forth we're like rise baby rise and um, basically take us into that part of us that is more of the expansion of consciousness so this is the mantra that came to mind i love it i'm ready i'm ready to drop All right, let's drop. Eyes closed, unless you're driving, you keep your eyes opened. (laughs) And start with a cleansing breath. Inhale fully. And exhale completely. (sighs) Om Maha Adi Shakti Kundalini Namo Namaha 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 Om Maha Adi Shakti 
Kundalini Namo Namaha O Maha Adi Shakti Kundalini Namo Namaha O Maha Adi Shakti Kundalini Namo Namaha Om Maha Adi Shakti Kundalini Namo Namaha Om Maha Adi Shakti Kundalini Namo Namaha Om Maha Adi Shakti Kundalini Namo Namaha Magic. <laughs> rise, sister, rise. Oh, I wonder what time of day would be the best to do this podcast. Like if it's like to drop you into sleep or to start your day. I don't know. I think people are going to listen at all different times. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if you are listening to the podcast, I think you should screenshot it, share it. Yeah. Like it, review it, star it. Oh, yeah. Write a, write a review maybe. Yeah, judge but us. But only a good review. <laughs> well, in the nature of unsolicited advice, if you're not enjoying the podcast, send us a message. Just tell us how we can do better and we will take that as a opportunity for growth. And yeah. if you do love it, please rate and review us. But if you don't, please give us the option to get better. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. To grow. I love it. Yeah, if you're triggered, which you're listening to me, you probably are, um, message us and let us know what you would like to see. Positive or like like constructive feedback, you know? We are currently wrapping up unsolicited advice to now solicit you to rate, review, share our podcast because we're really loving what we're doing and we want more people to listen and to find a daily practice to kind of root themselves into the present moment. And Crystal just has so much knowledge to learn. And she's really living the prayer, embodying all the all the teachings. I'm trying. And owning it. I think that's like the best part. Going to your yoga classes, like you're the best. You just erupt into oh. laughter, tears, Thanks, moments, babe. no sin. Like sometimes within the same sentence. It's incredible. <laughs> It's true. It's so true. And it's the best. Laughing and crying at the same time. Because you you bring us in, you pull us out. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it should be. This is the Daily Practice Podcast with Crystal Borelli and Andrea Holman. Yeah. Life teachings, life practices. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Om Hari Om Hari Om if you want to check us out on the world wide web our website is thedailypractice.life and on there we have all kinds of resources but we have a free full moon course it's about an hour long there's a yoga practice pranayama you'll learn a mantra as well as story time and all taught by crystal borelli hurry up